Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Well, David, it's good to see you this morning. Um, Sorry you can't be with us here in Bangor, but glad that you were able to find a facility in Inverness to record this interview for the Bangor Worldwide Missionary Convention 2020 online. And I suppose just before folk hear you give the talk that is part of this launch event, um, I, I thought it would be good for them to find out a little bit about who you are. So could you just tell us a little bit about your own background, how you came to faith, and in particular, how you came into ministry? Sure, David. Yeah, I was born and bred in Paisley, which is a town outside of Glasgow. Uh, my father was an atheist. My mother was a believer. I became a Christian through really three things, through the Gideon's Bible that I got in school, through a Sunday school teacher's witness, and through the witness of my brother. My brother's also uh, a pastor. He's an Anglican vicar in Portsmouth. Uh, Then I went down to Glasgow to University of Strathclyde, and I studied English and politics there. Uh, And it was through going to a, a student church um, the minister was called Donald McLeod, Professor Donald McLeod. He preached once on stir up the gift that is within you. And I remember during that sermon thinking, maybe God is calling me to the ministry. I'd always been interested in debating and speaking and various things like that. So it seemed that my gifts were appropriate and I put myself forward to uh, the church and they accepted me as a candidate for the ministry. And I guess in that obviously led on to theological studies and ultimately to a call to a congregation. Which congregation did you begin your ministry in and how long were you there? I um, I went to Edinburgh Theological uh, Seminary. Uh, it was called the Free Church College uh, then, went there for three years. And I was really young at the time. I was just 23. And believe it or not, nobody wanted a 23-year-old minister then. These days, everybody wants a 23-year-old minister. But in those days, folk wanted experience. So I came to the end of my time, and there was this church plant up in Inverness, uh, although they weren't called church plants in those days. They were called church extensions. And uh, no, nobody wanted to go to a church plant. Again, times have changed. Everybody wants to go to a church plant now. So we had a, a minister that nobody wanted and a church that nobody wanted. So it seemed logical that the two of us got together. So I went to this church plant called Smithton uh, up in Inverness, and I was there for 31 years. In fact, in the very building I was speaking in just now uh, is, is my old church. I'm back here for a few weeks. Yes. Now, interesting that you should be in the same building that you ministered for, but presumably it wasn't always like that. You didn't have a new building Uh, then uh, there must have been significant growth and lots of things happening to take the church to where it is now. What was the most significant thing, do you think, in in bringing about that growth? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I went with 15 people. And when I left, there was between three and 400 folk come here. It's a multi-staff church. There's lots of folk work for the church. Really, it grew very, very slowly with various building projects, of course. This is, I think, the, uh, the second building that we've been in. Really, a phrase I use is it's not rocket science. I think it's just um, steady, applied preaching of the Word of God 
And we had a congregation where folk felt confident enough to bring other people. So there were a lot of like Andrew figures, folk bringing uh, people to the church. So it, it grew very slowly and gradually. It was a slow boil uh, over these 31 years. And, and I suppose, David, having been there 31 years, maybe you and perhaps the congregation also felt you might finish out your time there in Smithton. But about five years or so ago, you were called into a new ministry. Could you tell us how that came about and what that involves? Yeah, I mean, things at Smithton were going well. Uh, the numbers were, were on the way up. The congregation was happy. The, I, we were really happy. But, you know, life is full of chapters. The chapter had ended, and I wanted to quit while we were ahead and hand it on to a younger generation, and that's what happened. But what happened is our wider denomination um, has become really missionally focused in the last few years. So they really require staffing to take the mission vision uh, onwards. So I was appointed, five years ago now, I was appointed mission director uh, to our whole denomination, the Free Church of Scotland, based in Edinburgh. So that covers really three areas, global mission, um, and revitalization and church planting. I would say that these were the three main strands of our mission policy. And I suppose those five years in Generation Mission have given you a bit of an overview of, of, of what's happening, not just in the UK, but in Europe. What would you say is the, the biggest single challenge facing the church in Western Europe today? The church had moved, as folk in the mission conference will be aware, to the global south. It's a big powerhouse to Latin America and Africa. Europe now uh, is suffering from a degree of apathy. I'll be speaking later on about passion, and it's really just to have a recovery of that. So it's really not so much methodology, but to go upstream. I think if I was asked to put it in words, what we have lost is a sense of the lostness of humanity. David, it's been lovely chatting to you just over these uh, last uh, 10 minutes or so. Um, we look forward to, to what you're going to be saying later on this evening. Just sorry you can't be here in person for Worldwide this year because most of it is going to have to go online because of the current situation. Um, but uh, perhaps sometime in the future, you'll be able to come and share more with us uh, about your, your life and your ministry and your passion for the gospel. So thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank we trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.